This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. Hey, this is Jeff Thorne. I am the writer, producer, showrunner of the Avengers Black Panther's Quest TV series. And you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. This week, Unimusha comes to Netflix. Omni-Man arrives soon to Mortal Kombat 1. Tekken 8 announces his latest character voice by a familiar actor. AEW Fight Forever brings in its latest patch along with some additional content and news on Season 2. Then, in our final stage, I enter a new kingdom as I review Super Mario Bros. Wonder. All this and more in this edition of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra. Select Start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extras. So let's start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. to another game-filled edition of select start the video game podcast for acmg presents talk time live and talktimelive.com i am your host xavier josiah we got another fun-filled episode for you with a lot of news going on in the gaming world as well as my look at super mario brothers wonder uh for the nintendo switch of course and uh give my thoughts on that whether i liked it enjoyed it and where does it rank among all Mario games? So we'll talk about that in our final stage, but let's talk about, before we even talk about that real quick, off record, off subject, if you will. If you don't watch The Daily Show or you do watch The Daily Show, it doesn't matter. Go on to The Daily Show, rather on Facebook or whatever, and go to the official Daily Show uh, page. You know, The Daily Show would once with Trevor Noah and all this stuff, they have this really hilarious skit that they do with um, the comedians uh, Michael Costa and Desi Lydic, who they're doing a commercial ad for streaming networks, and they just posted it this morning. It's hilarious. And they basically are poking fun of all the streaming ads that are constantly hiking their, their prices. And it's hilarious and very much on point. And it's one of those situations that like, you know, they're bringing attention to something that is just really getting going out of hand. And with the idea that the SAG after strike may be close to a end, I almost feel like that this is one of those situations that these price hikes are the result of what's about to happen. But nonetheless, you know that, you know, a lot of these streaming networks have been, you know, trying to create these new tiers systems that are hiking the prices even more and whatnot to an insane amount. And I don't know how long it's going to be until we, the consumers are going to say, screw this. We're not paying for this. And cause I feel like they're, I feel like these studios are going to lose. I think the, the, uh, what is it? The AM, the AFPTP, if you will, uh, or AMTTP, uh, PTP, whatnot. Um, I always forget how the acronym works, but basically I feel like no, it's AFPTP if I'm correct, but I feel like they are going to, they're going to lose this war. They're going to lose. 
and I feel like we're going to get the brunt of this. It's AMPTP. I was correct. Okay. So, um, I feel like they're going to lose this battle. They're going to give actors what they want. And we're going to get the brunt of this. We're going to pay for this literally because they're going to feel like they, they, they're, they're going to make excuses as to that. We're going to have to raise prices to pay these people. I don't think they have to do that at all. I think they're getting way more money than they didn't, didn't they could ever you know even fathom they, they they're not losing anything they're only asking for more greed at this point but they don't want to pay these people what they want and they feel like if they pay the people what they want they're not going to get anything please they could pay these people what they want and still have so much more back over so they're going to take it out on us i think that's just my belief i don't know this kind i don't this is not concrete this is just my hypothesis on this but these these hikes i i just have a feeling that they're, they're the results of what's about to happen and i think we the we the consumers are going to pay the price for this um in spite of them winning that strike i i, I totally believe that this is going to happen so they're preparing beforehand and that's why all these hikes are coming i got a feeling we're going to find out later on that this is the reason but i will say this as consumers you do have a right to say no and if a lot of us say no, then they have to, they have no choice, but then they bow down to us. So they're, it, it's, it's just, it's astounding to me how many people don't realize how much power they have in their choices that they make. And they feel like they're obligated to watch a certain show to be dedicated. Like you don't, you're not dedicated to do anything. You're dedicated to do whatever the hell you want. They don't have the power over you. You have the power of the price over them. So just putting it out, but go ahead and check that out. It's a really hilarious skit. Um, and so on point. And I think a lot of people will agree with this, this uh, skit that's out there right now. So on the daily show, go out of your way, check it out. Check out the daily show anyway. It's hilarious and very informative and entertaining at the same time. If you like, if you like to learn about, you know, a little bit more informative about what's going on in the world, but don't want to be jagged and jaded by it watching the daily show is perfect because it's, it's comedy but it also talks some great it has some great talking points and subject matter on what's going on in the world today so that's my plug for that so speaking of streaming networks netflix is one of those major streaming networks that are hiking their prices up but and most likely because they're getting a increase a they got a big increase in um membership lately in lieu of all this which is crazy when you think about it but with that said i can't hate on them because they're coming out with so much awesome content and they have been all year to be honest i mean like one piece has been freaking fantastic um there's been some other great shows on air you know like original content that they've had um just recently this week last week pluto came out which is like based around you know um adam uh, astro boy which i'm going to be reviewing this week on uh the prime show just yesterday unimusha arrived unimusha based on the classic cult classic capcom supernatural feudal japan you know uh action game series i should ask and i never thought in my dreams we would see an unimusha anime which kind of like i'm i i was excited to watch this I, I watched like two maybe three episodes so far it's like eight episodes in 
so i will probably give my full thoughts this sunday as well on the prime show but i will tell you i this you if you are a if you play unimusha back in the day and if you haven't i highly recommend going out of your way to play the game any version like one two three um unimusha warriors which was like their the, the, the very underrated melee game that they came out with which I, I i wish they would come back out with that game that game was incredible you talk about super mario you know smash brothers style melee no nobody talks about unimusha warriors and they really should in the head of greatest melee fighters of all time like that game was awesome it it like it told stories in the world of unimusha it added all three characters all the characters from each unimusha series on there because there were three technically four um but i don't think it came i don't think the fourth one which was kind of the weak one came out when uh that came out i think that was before but it was such a great game but unimusha is just based around these feudal japan stories it's it's loose it's it's based on true it, it's based on real characters of real people in feudal japan history but they take liberties with the story and make it sort of a supernatural, you know, um, type of storyline that involves demons and unis and all this stuff and everything. Nobunaga, uh, you know, Oda Nobunaga is like the main bad guy of all these, you know, deals. And he's like the devil in this, in this game series. And it's like one of the first times I ever learned about Nobunaga until i figured out that like oh he's a real person he was a real person in history as does all the other one jubei uh was also like but the other significant part of the game series was that each of these characters were based on real people but also they were also portrayed by actual actors in in Jap like hollywood japan i guess you could say like japan's hollywood scene if you will um it, it, it's it's an incredible incredible like one of capcom's really great gems that they uh came out with and it was it's just awesome and this one it tells it, it tells the tale of uh musashi miyamoto who actually is a real he, he legit he's legit a real um person but he's played by okia uh otsuku uh, otsuka i don't know if he's playing the american voice of that character as well but he um he he's the, the the series is awesome they made it to look like him as well and that was the thing about the game is like when they portrayed these real life characters they were looking like their actual selves in the series so um this did no different the anime did no different they made the actor look exactly like uh himself in the game in, in the anime but he's portraying the actual character um yeah, me, uh, Miyamoto Musashi, and I, from my knowledge, when I looked him up, because that was the beautiful part of playing the Unimusha game, is that you learn about who these people are. Apparently, um, he is a, you know, he is basically, from what I understand, he is a um, Japanese swordsman, philosopher, stra uh, strategist, writer, Ronin, if you will, uh, who became a renowned. Uh, um, renowned through stories and you know of his unique double-edged uh swordsman play so like he uh and he's he's recorded 61 duels or whatnot they 
they recorded duels like it was UFC back in the day or boxing. But um, he was born in 1584 and he died in uh, 1645. And his legend lived on throughout time. And now it's living through Unimusha. Now, this character, I believe, I believe this character was never in the Unimusha games uh at all like i think jubei was one of them and the first character that they had for uh protagonist was uh samanosuke akechi so that was the first one and he was also a person in history as well so that it, the significance of the unimusha series is great but the one thing that they all have like one two and three each of these historical characters in the game all managed to grab hold of this gauntlet this uni gauntlet that would help it would gain them power through killing demons but absorbing the souls of the demons giving them more power to do more things so as you gradually go through the game you will gain more powers different types of powers or whatnot you get different types of weapons throughout the game and everything it's really awesome like it was made by the people who brought you um resident evil so it was technically it was resident evil but it, it, the first Unimusha game, which, by the way, it is available. They brought it back uh, a couple years ago um, on the Nintendo Switch. So like Unimusha Warlords, which is the first one, which is based on Samonosuke Akechi. Um, you can get that one on um, that's available on, on the Switch right now. Like I just redownloaded that game yesterday upon, uh, you know, watching this. And it is it is absolutely a awesome awesome game to this day it still holds up um even though like the way that they designed the game was a lot like resident evil where they had a lot of 2d you know stages with 3d models and everything and you know they had a lot of smoke and mirrors in this thing but it worked it worked it wasn't until they did this for one and two um two which had jubei in there um and then the third one became the first full 3d you know um game that's one would uh, i forgot who was the uh third one but i knew john uh john reno was also added to that one and that was a major 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 deal and it's to me still the best unimusha of them all it was just incredible i love what they did with that so the series is eight episodes uh it takes you through you know um miyamoto musashi you know journey uh he is in his journey to take out this major demon and to do that he needed the uni gauntlet he's being escorted by you know a few people um along the way some villagers and whatnot who are also warriors in their own right and eighth episodes you got and he has to return this uni gauntlet within 31 days or a significant amount of days um you know to make sure that it's safely back in the realm and this journey is taking him to all these different places the animation style is outrageously gorgeous it is this to me is the anime that i grew up with that i was introduced to this this beautiful highly detailed now granted this is now you know netflix this, this is netflix's deal so netflix's theme is that like they'll have greatly you know they have great character uh design you know um anime but it's all kind of 3d it's else like all framework and everything so it is very well done 
they've done a great job over the years doing all these types of animes like this but this one it's just stunning it it, look, it looks so gorgeous it, it reminds me of anime that i grew up with like fist of the north star and how very well detailed like i didn't before this we had like we we had cartoons in america we had you um you know uh american animated cartoons that like look you know cartoony and goofy and all this stuff like that we also had transformers was in gi joe and jim and the holograms was like the most sophisticated uh you know uh animated and you know character designed shows that we've ever had at the time i would give x-men too because it's all by sumbo uh productions but then japan oh my god you saw fist of the north star for the first time and i felt like it was jim lee artwork coming to life and moving and animating and it was like there's so much attention to detail in that and i never seen anything like it and then you saw other you know anime like wicked city and uh legend of the overfiend and all these crazy detailed anime styles that's the and they were very violent they were very adult oriented and that's what i that was my first real interaction to anime even though i did watch battle of the planets back in the day and speed racer and all this stuff it wasn't labeled or recognized as anime at the time my first true foray into anime probably md geist like stuff like that you know that this was it and this type of anime style was definitely it and it looks tremendous like this this anime immediately gave me ninja scroll vibes and and uh, you can unimusha the the game series in this i absolutely gives you ninja scroll vibes but i would say this is better than ninja scroll because you know jubei in that series never really had any powers he just was able to he was kind of batmanish he was like he was able to even though the people around him the unis around them and the demons and everyone whatnot around him had the ability to um they had the ability to actually you know kill him with powers or whatnot he was able to find his way to batman his way out of that stuff so you know i i think the characters in udimusha to me are a little bit more exciting and better in this case but not to knock off of that jubei and i believe that jubei may be the same jubei from udimusha too by the way but i it was nonetheless udimusha is a great series if you watch that series on netflix if you have netflix and you watch that series i highly recommend you watch this series um so far i'm in three episodes in and it's just fantastic like this is this is anime the way i grew up with the, in my preference the way anime was meant to be um the, it expanded the, the, the anime anime has expanded incredibly over the course of 30 years and over the course of maybe 50 or 60 to be honest i mean like in in america I, I would say for america about 30 years um of course japan has been with it since you know tetsuo adam you know and so they've already been in the mix of this for all years but um in america like it's it's evolved greatly and it become a multi-billion dollar company as of right now so seeing this stuff like this and seeing that capcom is still going strong and being able to come out with anime like this is just great now i just wish they would actually bring out unimusha 2 and unimusha 3 
and just repackage those back up and you know rather remaster them or just bring the ports back out because i hate the idea that they're celebrating this game series with the anime and we have no idea in in, in the old games are just sitting on the shelf and we don't have any idea if there ever will be a new uh, unimusha game that like to me is like come on man you're teasing hardcore fans of this game series of this beloved game series but i highly recommend going after this game that's on uh nintendo switch right now i believe it might be on other consoles as well um but man it is it is great to revisit that series but also go out of your way check it out check out unimusha um the series so far it's great and there's a lot of things that i recognize that they're bringing back from the game series that they're bringing on here so it it's awesome it's on netflix right now a lot of great great anime is on netflix right now and is going to continue throughout the entire month of november so check it out all right let's talk about something else that is epic and coming out next week just announced by netherrealm studios omni man is arriving to mortal Kombat in just actually a few days it's the third today it is that package is coming out on the knife and i am looking forward to it but i am hoping i am hoping like if you saw my video go on uh talktimelive.com i have the video with ed boone and robert kirkman talking about how omni man was uh you know got into the game how they were able to add him to the game and all the stuff it's a really cool you know clip of them talking about that um but it, and it is awesome. We got to see the trailer. We got to see uh, him just like obliterating people in the Mortal Kombat universe. My issue is that there's still problems with plaguing that game, that, that, that game right now. And of course, mostly I'm talking about the Nintendo Switch. Um, although they had a patch that recently came out that made some improvements, there are some major issues still plaguing this game one of which is when playing gears one of my favorite characters in in this in this game gears on the nintendo switch when playing on the tower mode it immediately crashes you can't play him throughout the game it i've tried three times playing this game and the fact that he crashes that is a major blow like i was able to play the story mode okay and the story mode is getting better like i said this game on the switch they're gonna it's gonna be a while before this game is fully intact and it's hard like i i swear to goodness i don't care who's listening i don't know if the right people is listening but this cannot be game of the year as much as i am enjoying this game the game came out flawed and not just on a nintendo switch on other platforms and i i'm look people people who are people with a c average in in high school or below listen to me the situation with this game has nothing to do with the nintendo switch hardware it has a lot to do with the developers not putting in the work to do this um and not putting bringing out this game fully developed that's the issue because there are tons of other games that are ports from other you know games on the upper or on the next gen platforms that work greatly sonic what is it which one is it um 
God, I forgot. The, the, the recent Sonic game that just came out, not Superstars, not the one that just came out, the, the open world one. That one came out with no issues. I, I played and beat that game on the Switch with no issues. None. It has had no... It's, it's an open world game, much like, like Breath of the Wild. Had no issues. I've played other games that had no issues. I had games that were rushed, but then... You know they fixed it and developed it but the issue is not the hardware it's making people think people who think that they know about how video games work that it's it's the hardware no it's not like you can have like i have a computer science degree i know enough to know it's not the hardware it's the development of the game it's the flaw of the game it's the fault of the developers that are not making this game stable it has nothing to do with the hardware they can make this game work they just rush the game out and they're just working along as you go along but it's not fast enough to the point that we're not that we're seeing we're still seeing major issues with the game because they made this very ambitious game that unfortunately just it's 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 a lot to do and it takes a long time for you to make it work perfectly hence why another wb games was delayed until like a month from now and that's batman arkham's uh, arkham trilogy which again like i said last week we're now seeing it back on the we're back seeing it back on the eShop. so that is a good sign the fact that we're seeing it back on the eShop although it's not pre it's not allowing you to pre-order right now which is very interesting as well um it's now officially it's going we're a, a month from now we're going to see if this actually works so um we'll see we'll see man but a lot of the delayed games you got to realize wb games is behind a lot of these games like that it's not every game it's wb games cyberpunk did it uh, mortal Kombat did it batman arkham trilogy is doing it now like do you see the pattern there is a pattern and it's all connected to wb games they have this thing where they try to rush release a game and like we'll rush it out and then we'll work on fixing it along the way they've been doing it for quite a while that is their way that is, I, I guess that's one of those things that they say, do it. I don't know, you know, it's just one of those things. As I talked to Boris last week, and you know, I I don't know if it's them trying to please the shareholders or whatnot, but it, it is one of those situations that they, they get pressured into, you know, rushing these games out. And, you know, he's worked for a tech company too. So he vouched for that. He, he, he spoke on that because he worked for a tech company who, also like has shareholders and they want to make sure that the, you know the newest you know um phone or you know tech is out that quick so they kind of put pressure on them to rush it and you know you rush it get it done as much as possible and get it out there in hopes that people won't see it notice it whatever like that in this case we noticed a big time and we're still noticing it so um it's unfortunate but hopefully when they come out with omni man next week especially on a switch that they also come out with another patch that will help situations here it's it's i just i'm just saying when the awards season comes in which is like a month from now and especially the game awards 
when that's category of best fighting game ever as much as i enjoy this game as much as i like the story mode as much as i you know love mortal kombat this game does not deserve game of the year it does not street fighter 6 absolutely should get this award because from start to finish i had no issue with this game coming out little to none at best i like i said i'm one of those people who've been playing it since the, the beta everything has been smooth and silky from the jump with that game i had no issues i enjoyed it from start to finish and you know what i mean like it deserves to win it, it just on the merit of just being stable added to that fact that it was also a really fun game to play and it, it really i thought it did my only issue with that game was the story it was just it, it just was choppy to that extent but everything else just worked greatly with that so we'll see how that goes but yeah omni man's coming next week man so let's get ready you know and this is why I actually another reason why i didn't really i said i was gonna buy the whole entire pack on the switch but not on the playstation 5 and i'm like if it works on the switch good then i'll jump on i'm not jumping on it i'm not giving them any more money until they fix the switch version and then on top of that they might not happen until like later when it goes on sale or whatnot i'm i'm just not i'm like y'all got y'all need to cut me off some cut me off a break on the on the on a uh, bundle pack on the season pack with this because y'all don't deserve my money in this case and then also they, they, they're trying to nickel and dime people anyway and people are starting to get pissed off about that the halloween fatalities now they're trying to sell you fatalities as well so they're treating mortal Kombat like a mobile game now so that's not helping your your fan base at all i don't know why they're doing this again this is companies trying to find ways to nickel and dime us into just buying things we don't need to buy you know things we probably shouldn't be buying anyway like how much more money do you need i bet you if we really did our homework if we really did our research we can see how much money these guys are making and how much they don't need to how much money they don't really need like it i, I get it. capitalism i get you know you just get what you could get when you could get it but man please now we got to think smarter than this when it comes to you know buying our buying into our fandom at least i will say that so in other fighting game news a game that we don't really talk about much and that's tekken 8 i don't know why we don't talk about tekken 8 much but it, every time i see it it looks great it looks awesome um all of our favorite characters are coming back but we're now starting to see some new characters coming one of which is a man named victor cavalier and he's been added to the roster this new character um is entering the iron fist tournament with a target for a very fan favorite familiar character this character is also significant for being voiced by actor vincent castle who some of you may know from black swan he's played uh, in the oceans uh series 12 and 13 at that so he's very familiar with people who are fans of those movies and this character also appears to he he looks like a fritch spy but knowingly when you watch the trailer his fighting style he has a ninjutsu style move set very similar to raven and in fact when the minute that i started detecting like yo he fights a lot like raven like he's a mirror almost a mirror character and then all of a sudden 
there's a scene in the trailer where Raven comes in and faces him. So there is a bit of a backstory between Raven and this guy. So I like this because Raven is a lot of people's favorite character. You know, of course, they kind of based him around Wesley Snipes in a sense, like Wesley Snipes Blade character, if you will. So he kind of plays a little bit like that. It looks a little bit like him. I don't understand how they could get away with that. <laughs> like it's, it is blatantly obvious that Raven is Wesley Snipes. Like they could have just said like, Wesley, can we, oh, here's the funny thing too. They got an actor. They got an actual familiar, popular actor to play this role of this Victor Cav uh, Chevalier guy. But they don't get, they don't think about getting Wesley Snipes to voice Raven even though it looks just like him and i'm thinking like and maybe it's because if they do it they kind of real they kind of they kind of admit that they kind of used him to really play it and they might he might want some back end money for this but wesley snipes to me is in my opinion in my opinion might be right on this is a more popular character if they would have got wesley snipes to play raven because we all know that he's he's every bit as raven he's 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 to raven as samuel l jackson is to nick fury in the comics like before nick fury got that role as nick uh, before samuel l jackson got the role as nick fury in the in the ultimate marvel universe where we first see the black version of nick fury they patterned, they, they, they openly admitted that they said the influence of this character was based solely on Samuel L. Jackson, in particular, Samuel L. Jackson's Shaft character. So that's how Samuel L. Jackson wound up being actually Nick Fury in the Marvel Cinematic Universe because of that. And they reached out to him and that's how he got the role. So like, Bandai Namco could have done the same thing and got Wesley Snipes to play Raven. And that would have been awesome. I think that would have brought more eyes to this game. It would have absolutely brought more eyes to this game. So, uh, but for some reason, it's just not. But I'm looking forward to it. It's coming out January 26th. So I'm, I'm very much looking forward to this game when it arrives. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm not really that invested yet. But they got a lot going on with the game that I am you know that is very intriguing they got their own type of world tour mode as well and stuff like that in their game so i am i'm a fighting game fan i will definitely want to invest and jump on this game when it comes out um i just don't know what to expect because the last game was great um it had a great really it had a really cool story mode i don't think it was better than um seven i mean or, or six for that matter i thought six story mode was really well done uh, seven was okay. I'm hoping this one is a little bit more fleshed out, a little bit more cinematic, if you will. And they usually are good with, with stuff like that. So it'll be interesting to see where they, what they do with this, especially the fact that they got a actual, you know, celebrity actor now playing on this one too. So we'll see. Uh, as for AEW fight forever, they also have, uh, now put out a patch and an announcement that a season two will be coming. They already have a season two for the stadium stampede mode, but now they're at, they're adding a season two of content that is expected to come to uh, fight forever. Um, they kind of teased a little bit of it. It wasn't that big of a tease to be honest, but 
we'll see because you know we had a wish list that people put down and added in hopes that we can get some of the things that we asked for and one of the things that we did not ask for is mini games so hopefully this is the end of the mini games but this new patch they put out added some new things to it they added us uh, some things that people did want you know add release teams to custom team menu uh you know putting you know the revival in as the revival and stuff like that um added a menu to customize materials for creative uh wrestler parts they did add some new creative wrestler parts to it a little bit slowly but surely they did um i noticed there's some new tattoo patterns in there and stuff like that some new mask you know uh face you know attachments and whatnot in there um a little bit but not a, a lot but it's still adding they did add, and this was i knew they were going to do this the ability to add shadow wrestler skins to um from from the uh road to elite uh characters i knew they were going to add that sooner or later so that's been added on as well so they're they're slowly making improvements uh mini games are now completely unlocked from the start mostly because nobody's really i i, I guarantee you nobody's playing those games i i think again i have i i the, the mini games are cool but i don't pay attention to the mini games i don't even when i play road to elite i don't play the mini games at all i have no interest in playing the mini games um i think the mini games would have been great after bringing all of the other stuff to it like there was an insane focus on mini games there are so many mini games in this in this uh in in fight forever like too many i think they should have just focused on match types first and the mini games probably would have been welcomed a lot more if they would have came after all of that but now we got so many like nobody's really playing them and i think they they know nobody's playing them i know they get data on what is being played more than anything um or whether the game is being played at all and i don't think the game is being played as like i'm probably one of the only people who still go back to this game every so often like there's a minority of people who go back to this game and there's other people who are waiting for them to put in more content because the problem is the only problem what they have is like this is not the only wrestling game out there um 2k 23 is out and to their credit 2k 23 unfortunately is the better game right now they have way more match types in here you have your your creative wrestler um deal it, of course it's like robust as hell like i was hoping for a much more elaborate creative wrestler you know deal in here but you can't you can barely make anything in that in, in this creative wrestler uh you know uh in the creative suite that they have it, it's no it's nowhere it's like not even five percent of what 2k games creative suite is it is that creative suite is insane like i could create almost anything in my imagination in that game on top of that they can not only have a cage match they got a cage match a hell in a cell a elimination chamber and now war games in that game so that's you know what i'm saying like i i'm not the biggest you know you guys know i'm not the biggest wwe advocate but i'm not gonna front like their game they you know fight forever should be able to beat that game in both gameplay and match types if they had the gameplay and match types i think the game would have been a lot more fun to play um but they 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 
dropped the ball. I think they seriously dropped the ball. I I can say I, right now, as of right now, yes, they dropped the ball. How it's going to look a year from now, because they're supposed to be continually adding content to this. That's going to be a different picture. But right now, this is not a great first impression for them at all. Um, it's not to say the game is not fun. It is solid. And especially on a Nintendo Switch, it is far more playable and it looks visually it, it is visually improved greatly on the Nintendo Switch. Um, they still have a few little issues involving the blackout uh, situation. There's a little bit of a blackout issue when it's some of the, in some of the matches when you first start and they need to fix that. I, I'm really surprised that this patch wasn't the one that they fixed um, that it has been reported before and I've posted screenshots of this before. Um, they need to fix that. They absolutely need to fix that. But they, for some reason, fixed a whole lot of other things, but except for that. So they said in the midst of this announcement that they will also be um, talking about and prepping everything for season two. And they will announce what's going to be in season two. So we don't know what they're going to offer. Um, we submitted a lot of requests of match types and including like tournament mode, a cage match. Um, some people wanted the, uh, the, you know, blood and guts match, but I don't think that they're ready to have that blood and guts match. I would love to have that too, but even if it's just a cage match, I'm fine with that. I, I would much rather have a cage match in there and a tournament. If they have a cage match in a tournament mode, I'm fine. Also maybe an arcade mode that allows you to wrestle, you know, for each title, you know, individually, uh, that will be awesome too. I, like it just needs to be a little bit more fuller they wanted this to be like no mercy and it absolutely has the potential of being no mercy but right now it is not doing it and here's the other part ultimate pro wrestling is looking so damn good um if you follow them on twitter or x or whatever or, or instagram or whatever like that look at what they're doing with that game i had uh sam valley here a while ago and I had no idea that it was going to look the way it looked now. It looks so good. It actually looks visually better. I hate to say it. it, it, it well, I would say equal. But frame rate wise, animation wise, it actually looks better. But they're using the same Aki engine. They're doing the same Aki engine game with this. And it is incredible what they're doing with this game. And it's coming out, it's scheduled to come out sometime in 2024. And they're adding not only a cage match to this, they're adding a a, a octagon, a, a cage. They're doing mixed martial arts in here as well. Like they're literally planning to make this the successor, the, the spiritual successor to not no mercy. They're making this the spiritual the spiritual successor to virtual pro wrestling which was the which was for those who don't know the japanese equivalent to no mercy when no mercy came out in america virtual pro wrestling was the same engine but they had a lot more to it they added so much more to it you had mixed martial arts stars pan craze stars um in in, in japanese wrestlers from all promotions fmw new japan pro wrestling all japan pro wrestling i think big japan pro wrestling and was in there as well at some point um like all of the major wrestlers and every wrestler in there they had it plus ken shamrock and boss rooting and 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 god just 
a lot in there and they had mixed martial arts rules in there as well as they had pan craze rules and it was just fantastic so like ultimate pro wrestling is supposed to bring all that back and they're taking their time and they've already saw with i i think you know what's the funny part i think if i talk to sam valley if i reach out to sam valley again um and ask him like now that you saw you know what fight forever is doing i don't think he's a i don't i think there were some nerves with them wondering how they were going to do this because they're working with the actual they works with soda i mean not soda they're working with um the guy who actually you know helped develop the aki engine i think there were some nerves there i don't think there's nerves now i think they're fully confident i think they're playing off of what has happened with no with uh fight forever and i think they're gonna excel from that i think they're gonna do a great job with this so i'm looking forward they, it's their it's their ball game it's it's their it's their it's, I, I said that about mortal kombat too but mortal kombat had had everything going for them to beat street fighter and they didn't so i mean there's a possibility that ultra ultra pro wrestling can also kind of not live up but i'm looking at this now it looks like it's going to live up and then on top of that all of the characters that they're adding i am very excited i am extreme hayabusa is coming back on this game okay i don't know how they made that happen but i'm so there and then their creative suite looks like it's going to be fantastic and a little bit way just as elaborate as what we wanted fight forever to be and yeah i think there's 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 gonna be trouble <laughs> there's gonna be trouble coming i didn't even mention um the other wrestling game that's coming out uh, i think it's called basement uh i forgot what it was called but there's another 3d wrestling game scheduled to come out featuring a lot of indie stars as well um that's been in the works for quite some time so I, I we, we're not going to be we're going to be full of wrestling games coming out and just see which one is going to be at, at the pinnacle of it all it's going to be very interesting so we'll see but yeah um i'm looking forward to seeing what this uh latest this latest season two is going to be and hopefully it lives up and hopefully we get what we want from there so folks that will do it for this latest news portion of this show we're going to take a break come back enter the final stage and give my thoughts on super mario brothers wonder and we'll do that right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dak Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go! Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on Talk Time Live. TalkTomLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTomLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live!
final stage of this program and i'm here to review the latest entry in the super mario series that is super mario brothers wonder that arrived just uh recently i believe last week uh the same actually it was the same day as um spider-man 2 actually but i never got a chance to i couldn't do both so i spread it out so this week is super mario brothers wonder and as far as super mario brothers games go this is definitely one of the more fun ones another innovative mario game to play they went back to uh 2d side scrolling which for me it's okay but as far as like in my personal preference when we talk about the best mario games of my time that is going to go to mario odyssey i think that is the ultimate mario game that has the best of both worlds and it just really culminated everything that we loved about mario in a one swoop whether you love the 3d mario from 64 and sunshine and all the other ones to the 2d era it had it all in there and i kind of wish they went back to that but they decided to go back to basics of the 2d era but it's not to say like you're playing the same game you never play the same game that's the beauty of the mario series after all these years every mario game that you play it's a different mario experience so even though it is 2d side scrolling there's always something new to it he always has some new moves in here he always has some different power-ups and this is no different and in this case i think this has the best of both worlds that they match together and if you like super mario world they you you will like this game if you like super mario brothers 2 you will like this game as well because what they kind of did is kind of you know super mario what made super mario brothers 2 so great and significant is that like this was a 2d side-scrolling adventure unlike the other ones that you ever played but you where you got to play as four different characters you got to play uh peach toadstool mario and luigi this is kind of the same here you get to play peach toadstool like i mean there's a plethora of different characters that you're playing in here um you basically let me see you got mario luigi peach and uh i forgot the other one i forgot the other princess name but you get all of the other ones the toadstools every one of them as well so you got two four six seven of the main characters you also get to play as four different yoshi characters now and and then on top of that there's nabbit i don't understand where nabbit came from i think that i, I got a feeling that nabbit's from another game <laughs> but nonetheless when you play these characters you're also playing a difficulty level so if you're playing as mario luigi and all the other and, and peach and tosu and the other ones then you're also playing a different strat a different difficulty level you're a different ability because they have different handicaps if you will so if you're playing as those guys you're kind of playing a little bit of a normal to hard level if you will but if you choose to play the yoshis or nabbit then you tend to actually have a little bit more easier because they're they kind of play with less experience they, they're they're used for, they're chosen for less experienced players um which yoshis and nabbits are immune to enemy damage um you can't use power-ups with them because they're invincible but they're not exactly invincible because they can be susceptible for falling however like if you use nabbit nabbit can be killed if you're if it hits you know certain characters but say if you try to jump using a nabbit and you fall you you, you lose a turn 
same with the yoshis as well but Yo yoshis at least has the flutter jump which can help you through very hard you know obstacles and they are some very challenging obstacles and stages that you're going to have to go through a lot of stages go through a star system and a lot of the stars go through one through sometimes four or five and if you hit the five i you got to be really good to get through those stages i think that's part of the negative i have for the game is basically that there's a there's a learning curve and a challenge to do and in order for you to you know to continue you have to really go through it and some of those stages are so hard that you're gonna have to play through them over and over again to really get through them and in today's game world a lot of people often aren't as there's some hardcore gamers but hardcore gamers are a minority i think they're more casual gamers and normally mario is usually catering to the casual occasionally to that this game doesn't really do that in certain cases there's some parts that you get through there are some parts that like they're going to challenge you and you're going to have to take it and you're going to have to get through this and i don't know if people's tolerance is going to be there like I, i'm stuck on a part right now that is really i'm finding it very hard i gotta keep playing through it it's very old school it's not exactly super mario 2 the japan the japan vert or the lost worlds if they call it in america it's not exactly that type of heart but it's it is very challenging a little bit more challenging than i've had in other mario games so you know take it at that if you're a hardcore mario gamer this is probably going to be the mario game for you but if you just like to leisurely play mario and enjoy mario you might find this one you might end up taking a break from this game from time to time and going back to it maybe but there is a lot of fun to have with this game i will say that including now the new power-ups this time um they got really innovative this time one of which of course that everybody has focused on is the elephant fruit which turns you know now your characters into elephants the great part about this is that it allows you to break bricks easier and get through obstacles a little bit better you can uh you know when you're near water you can absorb water through your snout or your trunk and then shoot water out to people so that's really cool um a new flower now is the bubble flower which now gives you bubble powers so yeah, there's a power to turn people into bubbles or you know and beat people with bubbles now instead of using fire um i would have preferred ice i would have i don't understand why ice wasn't the deal for that but that is what it was one of my favorite power-ups is the drill mushroom uh the drill mushroom of course it is what it is it lets you you wearing a hat that's a drill but you can also you, you know wear it to drill and dig under places and you can also dug, dig underground and go past you know enemies without even touching them or you can actually attack them from under from within and you know surprise them and knocking them off you know the platform from there so those are great and of course you got all the regulars you do still have the fire you know you got the fire um flower as well you can't have it without the fire flower um you got the normal mushroom and uh, i think that's it i don't think you have any other power-ups than that but the latest gimmick that they have for this game comes in the form of the badges and these are these are badges that you find all around the new kingdom here and it allows you to actually have um 
abilities so one ability you have a parachute another ability lets you wall walk another ability lets you you know do the jump and whatever there's another one that lets you have invincibility but you find these badges all throughout the uh all throughout the worlds the different worlds that you explore problem i have with this is that normally in a mario game you get multiple abilities to do things but you had these badges and you choose which badge you want but it restricts you from using the other abilities so depending on you have to use them wisely depending on which ability uh, you know which stage that you have it may require you to use a particular um abilities like some will be better suited for the parachute the other ones will be better suited for the higher the high jump or the wall jump or whatever like that and so forth and so on so you got to be more strategic which means they kind of limit your abilities they it's more it's a little bit limited compared to other games that you had because there were other games where mario would have abilities to do multiple things at multiple times at your leisure this one not so much and it kind of it it I, I I don't like the limitations of what Mario can do in this or, or all of the characters for that matter can do based on this but I guess it's just to make the you know situation a little bit more challenging which I understand and some people may like it but I like the fact that Mario in every game has some of the, all of these abilities like if you go back to Super Mario World or Super Mario 3 which was different from Super Mario 1 and 2 each time that a new Super Mario game would come out, he would have all these other abilities and that you would love. So you would always be excited about the things that Mario can do the next time around. And then Super Mario 64 came and you saw what he was able to do there and then so forth and so on and all these other games. And they never took away the abilities here. It kind of looks it kind of comes off like they do take some abilities away from you to make it a little bit more challenging. And while that's fun for some, that might not be fun for all. And that's we're kind of the fun factor here so again you know going back to all this let's we're going back to my grading system of storytelling, originality uh visual presentation and performance sound and music gameplay fun factor and replay value as well actor performances as well wait believe it or not there is sort of actor performances if you count the flowers so we have all that there and i will say i did not add the score for this if i'm correct super mario brothers wonders i did not but i have it here in my notes so let me do that as we go along here so as i talk about this real quick so i will say as far as the originality the story of this is concerned let's talk about the story real quick and um basically i'll just read off from here one day in the flower kingdom they're not in the mushroom kingdom now they're now in a new kingdom called the flower kingdom prince florian has invited mario and his friends to visit but a familiar foe drops uninvited who we don't need a crystal ball to predict the obvious who that is as his army crash uh, crashes the party bowser steals a, uh, a wonder flower and merges the uh merges with uh princess florian's castle transforming him into a floating fortress which i like the, the fortress is pretty dope so they are now in the flower kingdom to stop bowser 
and collect all these different seeds that will help take away the the power of the uh, floating fortress and also do defeat bowser so you know it's virtually the same type of story here it, i mean it's not this it's 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 a tweaked version of the story it's nothing real there's no real nuance to it again much like um odyssey did like odyssey had a really f kind of a fresh sort of kind of not so much fresh story but it was a little bit fresher than this um but nonetheless it was still an enjoyable story i mean it's rich ross repeat with mario at this point um the originality i will say it's yes and no to that um it there is you know you do got newer moves you got you know i, I can say newer moves new worlds um different but the same in a sense and it's again it's a good and bad thing because if you're a mario fan you know what to expect um as far as visual presentation i do like this i do like the way this looks is it doesn't look anywhere as great as you know a mario odyssey was but it's still great i i still really enjoyed it but i there's some i do like some of the visual presentation that they do because there's some things like scale they they play around with scale and and, and layers if you will so let's say um the one thing that they did that i thought was awesome is that when mario goes into a pipe he will sometimes come into the forefront so it's like there's three different layers of stages in within a stage and one that puts you in the forefront of your screen while you're looking at the middle layer of the screen which is the normal stage and then sometimes he'll go into a pipe which takes you to another to the back end to the background of the stage but there's a middle ground which is the normal 2d you know side scrolling platform of there so i like the visual the visualization of it and the visual presentation of that that was pretty innovative that's i do like but otherwise you know like the character design and whatnot it's pretty much what you would expect is better than most side scrolling you know mario games that you have there's there's a bit of you know the, the the color palette i think is really helps what makes this look really good but if you go close enough to the detail of it it doesn't have the like i will say compare this to the mario uh character design of super smash brothers or the, the character design of odyssey you know they were highly more detailed like you could see the detail of the overalls and whatnot this one is not it's a little bit more smoothed out giving a little bit more uh how can i say pastel it, it does a lot of a little bit of pastel color palette to this that makes it a little bit more smooth but it also gives it a different vibe and feel and i, I do like it from that stance but in terms of comparing it to other mario games it it's great but not as great as those you know mario uh, renditions that i mentioned there um gameplay wise i mean yeah i mean sound of music uh, let's go there too sound of music was all is always great they got there they always have a great uh orchestra a uh, great score that really always works for the game so that's never you know a bad thing at all um gameplay for me is i would still say gameplay is great even though it's a bit challenging um for most it's still it's the type of challenge that you you could get annoyed by but you end up coming back to at, at certain points but um I, I admittedly there probably will be some people who won't like the the difficulty level of certain board certain um stages 
and it will probably make you want to take a break from it which i feel like that's something that you don't really want people to do um so i would honestly say that that's kind of a it's sort of kind of a deal breaker for most of at least i would say challenge by choice not by you know by force if you will fun factor um again if you like the side scrolling mario games that's your kick that's all awesome for me i like them both but i like again the 3d aspect it's just so much more to it it's so much to do um there's less restriction of just going from point a to point b you could go everywhere and again that's where mario odyssey and sunshine and, and 64 and all those games come in at that's uh, you know in galaxy i should add that too you know there's it, it, so much more you could do with those games um gameplay i would say also when it, going back to the gameplay fact again the limitations of abilities that your characters can do in the game kind of plays off with the badges and everything so i'm a little bit off with that aspect as well um replay value i think replay value honestly it depends on your threshold your tolerance for a challenge in this game um i think it's this is not the mario game for everybody i think there is some aspect of the game that if you just want to play it for fun yeah you're not gonna there's parts of the game that is really going to really piss you off this is there's some there's some old school throw your controller at the wall moments in uh, at this game um that will get you like annoyed and if you're playing just for leisure this may not be the mario game that you want to play for leisure um actor performances believe it or not there are some actor performances there is a voice actor playing the role of the actual flowers which is the only talking that you'll ever hear in the game and they're very entertaining i hear it every time you walk past them it's a lot of fun but it doesn't you know give you the full flesh you're not going to get the movie presentation in, in any mario game for that matter uh so unfortunate it's unfortunate which makes me think what are they going to i think this is the last game that charles um, martinet is really voicing in terms of mario so makes me wonder if they're going to the next mario game that they come out with which is probably going to introduce a new voice for mario absolutely are you going to go full voice are they actually going to go full voice for this that's going to be interesting to see what happens with that but we'll see um like i said story-wise was pretty good but overall we got a grade here and um yeah honestly this game to me while it's another fun mario edition of mario i don't think it's the best mario game i have played by far like i've played some other really fun mario games this one i can name i can name really some really good fun mario games um but this will not i don't think this will make the top five for me um like originality to me is an 80 percent um visual presentation i gave it an 85 percent um for this again like compared to mario odyssey and in some other games i thought they did you know there's some other games mario games that i thought that visually was much better um sound of music was 100 gameplay was 85 like i said it depends on your your preference and i don't think this is a game for everybody that is going to in terms of um well at least the fun factor part of it as well but like the gameplay it's you gotta you gotta be a skilled mario player to play some of the stages in this game and the fact that they limited some of the abilities that 
Mario and the rest of them can do in 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 place of the badge system because a lot of the badge a lot of the badge abilities are awesome but the idea that you can't you can only like choose one it's kind of eh, it's like all right at least give us three abilities to use it would have been a lot more fun but one out of the many badges that we're going to be able to use it yeah yeah i play better fun factor is 80 because like i said the it's preference of challenge if you like one of those people who like to you know master running you know speed running through a mario game this is for you if you like to be one of those leisure you know players of mario games you might want to skip this one you may want to skip this one or if you can handle it but you do you like to take breaks then you might want to check it out but it's i this is just one of those things is not for everybody replay value i also gave an 80 percent like you'll put in some time for this but again if you're not the type of person that it likes to you know be bombarded by challenge and like this is like you gotta have a good day playing this game mentally you gotta like you cannot be fresh like if you're coming from work or school and you're pissed off this is not the game you're going to want to play because there are going to be times where you're just going to be annoyed and if you're already aggravated and agitated by something that is going on in your day this game is not going to help you um actor i gave it 50 percent because you know the flowers it was just the flowers the story i also gave it 80 which gives this a final score of 320 giving it a 80 percentile with a grade of a b minus and yeah i mean it's not that it's not it's not that it's not a great game but um yeah it just didn't it, it, in terms of mario games it really really did not do it for me um it's not to say that i didn't like it but if i'm gonna i got tons of different mario games if i had a choice to go to the mario games that i have i would not that would not be my top i i would probably go to odyssey first bowser's fury which is one the other one the one with that uh addition to it that was awesome um there's so many other mario games that i would fully enjoy from start to finish and unfortunately this is not one of them this was just another drop of a mario game for you to add to your collection unfortunately but it is what it is um but if you're a mario fan go at it this is this is definitely another fun addition to go through but it's not the best of the year um it will not beat my mario odyssey by any stretch in that case so um go ahead and wait check it out if that's for you so folks that will do it for this edition of select start i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and every episode which you can go and check out on our official website for talk time live and that is talktimelive.com all of our audio episodes like this one are video exclusives like the ones that we're going to be having soon amanda c miller is coming in a couple weeks to talk about uh, her part in the new uh naruto uh and baruto game naruto cross baruto ultimate ninja storm collections or connections i should say which is coming out on the 17th so we're gonna have her on the show right around that time to talk about that and much more um i'm trying to get my man jeffrey thorne back writer uh producer and showrunner jeffrey thorne back he said he wanted to come back we're just trying to find a date to come back on so i just reached out to him because the writer strike is over 
and I want to get his thoughts on everything that went down, plus what he's got going on in hindsight is because he always has something going on as well. So it'll be great to get some real insight of what you know his thoughts were during the writer strike, catching up with him on everything that he's gone through since the last time we spoke. So you know he's always an interesting cat to go. If you guys know, he's he's a I, I hate to say former actor. <laughs> but he chooses to be writer now but he was a former actor he was on the uh the hit the majorly hit uh, um cop drama known as uh in the heat of the night based on the sydney potier movie of the same name and um he was also he was really cool on there he was the guy in the computer and then he just went on to become a writer and wrote some he had some majorly great pro um projects including um you know avengers black panther's quest the tv the animated series that's on uh that was on uh it's on disney plus right now um he also did power book two he does a lot of things he writes for marvel and dc comics so and he does his own comics as well so it'd be great to have him back on and it's always great to learn and listen to him and all the things that he knows and his knowledge and everything so i'm looking forward to having him so expect him to be on soon as well but you know we'll have a lot of that coming in so stay tuned for that and much much more if you want to listen to the show and never miss a beat you can check us out on all of your favorite podcast platforms that is including spotify iHeartRadio, apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher pod being tuned in audible pocket cast pandora where everywhere where podcasts are played out there and more so this sunday we're talking animania here there is a lot of animated shows and anime shows that are coming out on netflix i am going to continue my thoughts on unumusha uh with the rest of the episodes that i'm going to watch pluto i definitely want to be talking about it's probably going to be the talk talk topic because that's based on tetsuya adam which many recognize as the original first anime ever and also i believe one of the first animated tv shows ever uh in the u.s i believe possibly i i, I believe it's historically known as one of the first animated shows to ever hit you know tv show uh tv um hit the tubes and back in the day so it's it, it's a legendary anime series uh it's one of the first anime series ever um and he just made a new version of it in this new world with this new animated style and beautiful and again from netflix netflix is coming up with some other stuff also uh out this today in fact uh what is out today that they just announced on netflix um yes the rated r anime known as samurai blue i believe what is it called uh blue eye samurai <laughs> which is also out today as well so it just arrived on netflix today i'm gonna check that out uh first few episodes of that get my thoughts on that too and then down the road on the same week as naruto comes out by the way scott pilgrim takes off premieres i cannot wait to watch that series if you are in the acmg group you know that the new banner celebrates that series coming out as well i'm a huge scott pilgrim fan um we're gonna be doing a lot we're gonna be doing a lot celebrating naruto we're gonna be doing a lot celebrating scott pilgrim this month and there's a lot to be thankful for as always and truly realize how thankful we are to be fans right now with everything that's going on in this world take time to appreciate what you're able to enjoy in life especially if you're in, in in the u.s right now and also take note that we are all fans 
no matter who you are, no matter what you are, who you claim to be, who you choose to be, we all have something in common and we're all fans of anime, comics, movies, games, and let's just enjoy it all together in a hate-free world, if possible. So folks, oh, and of course, The Marvels is coming too, so stay tuned for that because we're going to be, uh, that actually is going to be next week's, you know, that's going to be next week's review period, and I'm going to be joined with, um, not in on the show, but I'm going to be joined with a bunch of people who are doing uh, a gathering of people from Philly to, you know, all meet up and check out the, uh, the movie, The Marvels at um, Movie Tavern and Marcus Theaters here in Philadelphia or in Glenside, PA, if you will. And uh, we're going to have a great time doing that as well. So stay tuned for all that and much, much more. I'm looking forward to all that as well. So, folks, that will do it for me on behalf of myself. This is Dax Xavier Josiah saying learn to let go, live life, love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I am out of here. Take care and you guys have a great weekend. I'll talk to you guys on Sunday. Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.